Let us pray. God, as we just prepare to, to sit with your word, we just want to come before you because we trust that in your presence, though we are in different places, though we still find ourselves in uncertain times, we trust the goodness and the power of your presence. And so, Lord, we just ask that whatever it is that each of us is carrying, that you meet us and you help lift off of us whatever is holding us down. Where there is pain, bring your comfort and your love. Where there is joy, Lord, bring dancing for all of us. Just make your presence known as we choose now to, to join our hearts together to sit with your word this day. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. So today in our Camping Through Hebrews 11 series, we find ourselves with the character of Abraham and this amazing promise that God makes to Abraham and all of Abraham's descendants, which includes us because Abraham's descendants become the people known as Israel. And in scripture, Israel isn't really the country. The promises to Israel is the promises to the people of God. It's promises that we can claim as well. And so God makes this incredible promise to Abraham and all of his descendants, a promise that withstands in spite of failings and flaws. The promise that God will bless those who bless us, God will curse those who curse us, and that through us, we will be a blessing to all peoples throughout the world. Now here's my time out side note, is that the blessing to all peoples does include those who curse us. Because when we choose to be faithful to who God has called us to be, when we choose to live out um, Scripture's call to show compassion and mercy and to, to pray for others, for all those, even those whom we disagree, even those whom we find ourselves at odds with, we are a blessing. We're God's blessing. And so we find this incredible promise in today's passage this blessed to be a blessing, this promise from God that no matter our failings, no matter our flaws, time and again, this promise will hold. God's blessings will remain. His goodness will, will endure. Of course, what does God call Abraham to do to receive this blessing? God says to Abraham, you have to leave your homeland. You have to leave everything and everyone you know outside of your family and to go to a place that I will show you. Abraham doesn't have a timeline. He doesn't have a map. He doesn't even have a name of a place. Just this, this call from God to go. 
to go to a place that God will show him. And Abraham chooses to go. I, I found a note when I was reading the Bible um, with Genesis 12 in it this past week. It was the Bible I used when I was in seminary. It was a note from Dr. Olson's uh, community in Old Testament class. And he, I remember him saying to us that the true call from God to Abraham to receive this blessing is the same call that remains for us. To make our relationship with God the most important relationship in our life. Because for Abraham to take the step to leave everything that was familiar, to just go somewhere with the, with the promise of God, was a step of faith, a step of saying, okay, God, I'm going to change my entire life to do as you have asked. And really, the call that we have as Christians is the same call to make our relationship with God the most important relationship in our life. But how often when we look at our schedules do we find that, that our faith is just a part of our lives? I mean, it's hard. But the call from this passage is the call to think about how we can orient our lives, how we can mold our lives around our faith, around this relationship with God. Around this faith journey that God has called us into. And that does often take us making steps of change that aren't always the easiest. I want us to talk today about a few camping essentials that I was, I was thinking about how can, how can we, and I was really thinking this past week, how can I make sure in my life that God is the most important relationship that I have? So what are these camping essentials that we can take with us so that we too, like Abraham, can say yes to God saying, take this leap of faith. Trust me, go with me, and receive my blessing. So the first thing that we need when we go camping um, is water. If any of you remember LaRue Owens, who served as an associate pastor here years ago, LaRue messaged me, and he said, just remember, you can survive without many things, but not water. He was like, water is so important because LaRue saw that I was doing the series and so he messaged me some of his tips because he and Marie love camping and backpacking. So water is important. But of course, if you're going to go camping or backpacking or on a hike, you probably want a water filter because you don't know if you might come to a place where you're out of water and you need to make sure that the water that you drink is clean. How often do we take a filter to our lives? A filter to think about where are we spending our energy, our love, our time? 
this filter that helps us figure out are the things that we're really investing our lives in, are they helping us in our relationship with God? Are they holding us back? And sometimes that's a really hard question. So it's not the most fun question to ask. But this filter to help us have clean water in our faith of where are we investing? Where are we spending our time and our energy and our love? So the next thing is food. We're a good Methodist, so we know that food is very important. The first question I asked one of my friends when I finally agreed to go camping is, what will I actually eat? And they just laughed and they said, I promise, if you go camping, you can eat. Food is important. After water, that's probably the next thing that we need. Food nourishes us and it helps sustain us. And of course, as Christians, we have God's holy word to nourish us and to, and to sustain us. But what else? What other things are we listening to? Or are we reading that bring us joy and remind us of God's love? I love reading different authors, even if I don't agree with them on everything, because I love reading someone who, when you read what they're writing, you can tell that they love God. I love reading Brennan Henning and Sarah Bessie and Barbara Brown Taylor because there's this just this clear love for God in what they write. And Lauren Daigle, I can listen to her music nonstop. This, the power in her voice and the lyrics. What are we feeding ourselves? More than just God's word, which is important because it's the story that we've been invited into. But who else are we reading? Who else are we listening to that helps bring us joy and hope? Because often reading people who are alive nowadays to see how they have seen God at work in their lives can be so encouraging to us. To see how they continue to see God at work in spite of whatever else was going on. So we need a water filter. We need food. Another thing we need is shelter for rest. And of course this makes sense. If you're going camping, you want to rest because more than likely you're going to get tired. But how often in our lives do we look at rest as a luxury instead of a necessity? How often do we jump over the fact that Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments that God gives us? A commandment that's so hard with everything that it seems like we're expected to do and to accomplish. I've said it before and I'll always say it again. 
God is not just invested in our spiritual lives. God is invested in our whole lives. So we need to rest. But also it is in us keeping the Sabbath, in us keeping this call to rest, to choose not to, not to always have to finish everything, not for everything to be perfect, for us to say no to something so that we can rest, so that at times we can be a little lazy. It's when we just choose to rest at times that, that we remember that is not in what we do, not in what we accomplish, not in how much money we make or anything else that we find our worth, but in whose we are. Solely in Jesus Christ do we find our worth that we are a beloved child of God. Sometimes we can get so caught up in trying to do everything and earn everything and stay so busy that we can forget that is not in what we do that we find our worth, but in whose we are. We are God's. Rest is so important because when we reorient our lives around the call to rest, suddenly, suddenly we, we can look at our lives differently. It's something I've read so much about, something I've definitely not gone gone close to. But it's this beautiful call. This beautiful and powerful reminder when we rest, when we set that time aside, that we're saying, God, help me just end this time. Find my whole worth in you. So we need our water filter to figure out what needs to stay, what needs to remain, what needs to go or decrease. We need the food, the stuff that brings us joy, that helps give us hope. We need our rest. so that maybe we can see things more clearly. And then finally, this, this isn't a keeping essential, but it's actually the first thing that the passage Bailey read for us lists that Abraham took with him. His family. His community. And that's incredibly important in faith. We all have our families, we have our friends, but who, who are the people that we have intentionally invited on our faith journeys with us? Who are the people that we can talk to when we hit a place in scripture where we're not sure really what it's saying and we're wrestling with it? Who are the people that we go to when, when we feel so discouraged and, and we need their help and and talking about this, that discouragement in faith. Who are the people that, 
that we can go to and just say, I need prayer in this moment? Who are the people that we can talk with about our relationship with God? Who are those people who we have invited intentionally on this faith journey with us to help encourage us and to remind us when we hit a low moment that we're going to be okay, that we, we don't have to give up, but at the same time, people who will sit with us when we need to rest or when we just need to sit for a bit and ask a question. Who are those people who we want to go with us to help us to not give up, to not grow discouraged, and the people who will celebrate with us each milestone of our journey. The water filter, the food, the shelter, the community, which of these things in each of our lives do we need to pay attention to? To help us to say yes to God being the most important relationship in our lives so that we can know the truth of his blessings, so that we're not just a Christian in name, but in practice and what we do and who we are. And that's the question I invite each of us to ask this week. How may we grow? How may we strengthen that relationship with God through these essentials so that as we go forward in life, we may know more and more the truth and the power and the goodness of God's blessings. Because as Christians, we know more. We know that it's more than just, I will bless you, and I will bless you to bless others. We know that we are God's children, that we are heirs to God's kingdom, heirs to eternity. We are forgiven for every mistake we've done. We know the depths of God's love and promises. So how may we now walk more fully? Strengthening our walk, strengthening that relationship with God. May we ask ourselves that question. And even if we're not ready yet to maybe take that next step, are we at least willing to ask ourselves some hard questions and start to sit with what it looks like for each of us each of us to, to work on making that relationship the most important. That's the question I invite each of us to take with us this week. But now, may we pray.